Hello, my cosmic baddies. I know I always say I have a treat for you, but I have a treat, capital T-R-E-A-T. Today's guest is none other than my business partner, work wife, the one, the only, Audrey. Hi, Audrey. Hi. I'm so excited. (laughs) Welcome to Cosmic Rx Radio, a podcast that gives you real-life tools of spiritual empowerment and pure hype. I'm your host and intuitive guide, Maddie Murphy. I'll be serving up your weekly energy readings, cosmic boss interviews, and astro inspiration. Are you ready to love yourself more, manifest your dream life, and own your magic? Let's jump in. Uh, this is amazing. So, first of all, I'm so excited to have, have the opportunity to talk to you about our business and chat and but give people an inside glimpse into like what our work meetings are like. So, aka, it may not make a ton of sense all the time. <laughs> yes, we have the psychic connection. Sometimes we don't communicate with words. So, this is definitely going to be a challenge. <laughs> I know. I was like so excited to have you on. I was like, Half of what we talk about is nonverbal through our psychic Pisces connection. First of all, how are you doing today? Thank you so much for coming on. I know you're so busy because we're working on so much. I'm good. I'm actually a little nervous. I'm just so excited to talk about Cosmic Rx with you. So it's not about me. It's about all the bigger things that we're doing. Mm, love that. That's just one of our principles in life, a show up and share and use your voice even if you're feeling intimidated because someone out here may need to hear this so i guess let's start with okay can we even put into words like who you are and what you do for cosmic rx because obviously i'm out here acting a fool on the tiktoks on the instagrams on the podcast but um i always try to articulate i call you my work wife my business partner because that's what I feel like I'm in a marriage with you. Like I don't, I lean on you for so much. Um, and I will tell everyone listening, we would not have Cosmic Rx. We would not be here if it wasn't for Audrey, because you are really such a visionary. And sometimes I call you the tech guru, tech goddess, but it's so much more than that. It's more like you're the one who makes things bigger and able to reach more people. (laughs) So I know we have talked about calling you the dream producer and I reference you as that, but Maybe in your own words, can you tell people a little bit about like what you do for Cosmic Rx so they could get their own gist? Yes, of course. So I feel like your role is you're downloading all of these ideas and these messages and you have so much information to share. And my role is putting it into a platform or into an actual way that people can experience all of these ideas Part of that, the past two years have really been experimenting and exploring how can we interact? How can it go from to the ethers and bring it into this real world and onto our computers, our iPhones, into real experiences in person? And my role is about testing things out and seeing what people like and being like, ooh, okay, what if we texted everyone one of those affirmations every day? And I am so lucky because I get access to everything that you write and all of your ideas. And people only really get to experience like 10% of what you actually have to offer right now. So 
there is so much more coming. But yeah, my role is really translating. Thank God is for you. I always say that if it wasn't for Audrey, like I'd be somewhere in the woods or the beach and just have like a little shack. I'm like, if you find me, you find me. Like it gets so overwhelmed by even putting things down on paper or on a blog post or anything that. So I'm just like, blah, talking to Audrey. And she's like, oh no, we should like share this with people. But you also have, like if I'm pulling down information from the ether about like, you know, from the cosmos and from a spiritual sense, you have that too, very much so. But I feel like you have such a, a vision. I think big about things in terms of humanity and our heart and soul. But I'm like, it's okay. We'll just have like a moon circle once a month with 10 friends. And you're always like, oh, no, we could like do this bigger and, and reach more people and do it in a cool way. And we could experience it in this and make it fun and make it really interactive. And so I really wanted to thank you because, again, you've pushed me and helped me expand. And like, even sometimes I think about something like, no, no, think about this, how Audrey would think about it, like go, go bigger with it. So <laughs> let's see, let's talk about like how we met. I know a lot of people on Instagram were asking like how we started working together. So like from your perspective, I guess, what was the kind of catalyst or moment that you were like, okay, I really want to, whatever this thing is, I want to like turn it into a business or make it my full-time gig. I guess I would say I heard about you before I actually met you. I was going out to Montauk and I was hearing about these moon circles. Our friend Ashley Stone was talking about you all the time, forever Holtzy. And then, yeah, I, I was so intrigued about going to a moon circle and I was working on this book where I was photographing topless women and of course, Maddie got recruited to be in the photo shoot. So there's two different things going on. And then when we did our shoot together, it was like something had been activated. It was like the second we met, I felt like we had known each other for years. Like you were my best friend that I grew up with. And we had so much to talk about and there wasn't enough time. It was like, I felt like we went to a dinner together and it was just the two of us at dinner and everyone else around the table. I have no idea who else was there, <laughs> but there was definitely other people there. And then I went to your moon circle and I saw that all of the women there were so captivated by everything you were saying. It was like when you were speaking, it was making me feel so good. And I could see everyone like no one was even blinking. They were just like on the edges of their pillows or their seats. And they were like, oh, my gosh, it was like it didn't even matter what you were talking about. Everyone was receiving the information and it was more like the experience of it was you were talking about something that I didn't really know much about. You were talking about different archetypes and how to embody them. It wasn't really something that I heard before, but I felt like I already knew it. And I was like, oh, yes, I do know about the wild woman, even though I had never heard that before. I was like, I'm the wild woman. This is so crazy. And yeah, I felt so good after that moon circle that I was like, oh my gosh, there's so much more to this. And there's something, there's something bigger, much bigger. I could feel it. I didn't know what it was. So that's how we met. So that's just your typical, you know, business partner meeting of just <laughs> wild woman archetypes, topless photo shoots, you know, that really is like our professional meet cute. I remember, I'm, I'm still sharing my perspective of meeting you. You were this like super cool photographer. 
people in Montauk knew about you because of Ashley Stone, Forever Holtzy, had had you come out and do a photo shoot for her brand. And I remember something happened where I had to work that day or some, my old business I used to run. I was like, oh, and you guys did this cool like vintage photo shoot. Alicia Kelly was there. And then we went to dinner and I was like, oh, this person is so interesting. And I was just like so captivated by you because of like these photos that you were taking. I was like, how did you just make these like really real girls who are just hanging around Montauk, like you turn them into these like goddess bombshell, but like totally feeling natural in their own bodies. And I was like, damn, I missed out on that photo shoot. That was a big mistake. And I remember that was my first time being like, okay, who is this person? And like very captivated by you. But then it was when you came out with Ashley and we did that weekend, like our little winter retreat, the three of us. And I remember being like, have I known this person forever? I felt like you're my best friend from elementary school that I just like linked back up with. And you like stole my heart so many times that weekend. But one is when, yeah, you said you just wanted to go for like a long beach walk, like just hang out in nature. I was like, yes, me too. And then when you introduced me to that documentary about like the power of the heart, I was like, I love this human. Like she just gets me. (laughs) You like you cook in my own house for me, which is a love language for me, absolutely, because I'm not very proficient in the kitchen. But I think it was like, I remember you approaching me in the Elizabeth Street Garden because we both live in Nolita. And you were like, I want to like do something with this. Like, let's make a YouTube channel. And I remember my first instinct was like, well, I have other projects I'm working on. Maybe I can like tie you into something. Or I was like, I don't have the bandwidth to do this. I, I, but really, it was all imposter syndrome. I was like, I don't know who, me on YouTube, like. And, and you saw some of my Oh my gosh, YouTube. that's so <laughs> crazy to hear. I didn't know that at all. Yeah, because like, I don't know what, like, who am I? I was running a juice and coffee business at this time. Like, who am I going to be like, hey, here's some spiritual life lessons from this random person. And I was like, my hair is always messy. I'm always flustered. Like, I'm not good on camera. Like, I think people on YouTube, I'm like, they just have their cool setups and their lighting and their makeup's perfect. And they're just so like spiritual and wearing like white flowy dresses. And I was like, that's just not me. So I remember being like, maybe it's another project where it's like building in something that's like outside of me. And I give you credit because you're like, listen to me. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. And then you like circle that. Like, no, no, I want to do this thing. I want to like help you bring your ideas out to the world and help people be their own healers. I remember just being like so grateful for your persistence and so grateful for like pushing through so many awkward moments, which brings me to our first YouTube video we ever did. (laughs) You got to start somewhere. And (laughs) it's probably still out there. Someone wants to watch it. The cringy, but also... The thing that I loved about you is that two things is that anytime I had a creative idea, I've been around a lot of people in my life who have squashed my creativity. I've been like, no, that's too big. And you just amplify it and you elevate it. And the other thing is that like work with you always feels like fun, like play. Like we're like, even that cringy first YouTube video, it just felt like (laughs) we were teenagers, maybe even tweens in our bedroom floor and our parents were downstairs like making dinner and we were like, we're going to make a YouTube video. (laughs) There's beauty in being so naive. <laughs> so naive. Oh my gosh. I'm oh, that's so good. Okay. So that's what brought you here. And again, like you, I'm just so grateful for you. That's, I'm going to say this a million times in this podcast because, like, I just look at how much we've done over the past few years. What is like from your perspective when you think about our business and we took it from like doing it very side, part time? What was the first moment that you were like, okay, we're on to something here? Like, Because I know when we were telling people what we were doing, no one understood it. (laughs) 
Yeah, I think it was the moment when I was like, okay, it's not just me helping Maddie. We're doing this together. And we're like, I remember sitting on the floor in your apartment being like, what are we going to name this? We could feel all of it, but we didn't quite know what it was called or what we were doing, but we could feel what we were doing. It's so funny to me because I'm like, how do we even explain to people? It was such a big concept of, okay, we're going to teach people how to heal themselves but how do you bring it into a business? Like, how do you turn that into something where people take you seriously? So yeah, I guess the moment that um, we we said yes. Mm, I, I remember that moment. I remember we were both on the floor. And we're like, do we want to name this website like maddiemurphy.com? We both were like, no, like this is not about that. It's so much bigger. I was like, definitely not. And you're like, <laughs> I'm like, definitely. I'm like, I, like, we were like, we see we wanted to create, but like we couldn't classic Pisces. We were like, we felt the vision, but I remember we were a little bit like, we don't exactly know how. So it became a little bit of a trial and error too in the beginning of what are we doing? What were we focusing on? Because there's so much, but we didn't know also, you know, we both live in New York City, so we were like, we want to make spirituality and empowerment and, you know, learn how to heal yourself and grow and empower all aspects of you, but make it very, like, accessible and fun and, like, kind of bringing it into the real talk that at that time, like, a lot of the spiritual teachers and information out there felt a little bit more abstract. So do you remember, and I have, like, some situations in my mind I'm thinking of, of, like, some of our first times of, like, bringing this out into the public, and like your perspective on, because there's your vision is one thing. And when you're with your business partner, that brings it to life, right? Another way that's like very activating, like three of pentacles energy. Mm-hmm. But then there's the moment you have to bring it to the public and be like, hey, <laughs> what do you guys think of this? Do you remember any of those situations? I remember other situations. For example, free people was doing these like meditations and, and breath work in their store. And every time I would go to something that was led by a different spiritual person, I'd be like, this is taking too long. Like, just get to the point. Or I just would always be like, I was so biased where I was like, didn't feel connected. I was like, no, Maddie needs to be doing this stuff. And so that was part of the thing that was like really driving me to get you into these same spaces as other people who... I feel like when I talk about it with people who are not spiritual, they have no idea that this stuff was even going on. Like they had no idea that there was breath work going on at free people or what that even is. So yes, there's a select few people who are really spiritual and into this stuff. And it's usually women, they know it's going on. So every time I saw those things happening, that was kind of, that was what was motivating me to be like, need to make this happen. And yeah, we had a few events and they were probably a disaster. They were not perfect. And I think that's a little bit of our business is we just move so quickly and we try to keep up with the current that, yeah, maybe we could go back and perfect, but we're always moving forward. So I actually have a lot of friends that are like, oh, remember when you did that event at the Salt Cave? And I'm like, no. <laughs> They're like, yeah, that was like three years ago. I'm like, you were there. <laughs> I don't even remember. I think I invited every single person that I know, every high school friend that lives in New York. I tried to get everyone that I work with. I'm like, come to this thing. And we had, how many people do we have? Like 30 people yeah. in this salt cave. And we locked the doors and we had like one little tarot worksheet and afterwards, I was like, oh, my God, everyone has to like share their own worksheet. I just remember being like, oh, 
there's so much more that we could do to produce these events. But it was really amazing to see people show up and still remember it three years later and that it actually had an impact on their life. And the people who told me that they went to this event, it's amazing to see where they are in their life now. And I'm sure vice versa, they see us and where we're at now too. But yeah, that's what I remember from our first event. What else did we do? (laughs) So that's funny. So I really, you know, I I should introduce that. I thought I'd run your big three for a second, your sun, moon, rising. So I'm a Pisces sun, I'm a Gemini moon, and a Leo rising. Okay, so I'm going to get into a little more of your chart in a moment, but I had to point that out because why you were so important for me is I'm very extroverted, but I'm very private, actually, especially when I have like ideas or things that are like sacred to like, ooh, like, I don't know if I want someone's like feedback on this yet. Like I like keep everything to myself a little bit. And your Gemini moon energy and Leo rising was exactly what I needed. I remember that first event. You're like, yeah, I just invited everyone I knew. I'm like, what? (laughs) But I was like, okay, we're doing this. Like, you're doing this. Like, oh my God, you're inviting your friends, like people you know. I'd rather just talk to strangers. And like, (laughs) so that's definitely one of your superpowers. You know, you're Pisces sun. I'm a Pisces moon. Your sun is actually right in my 10th house of career. So that's why, why we vibe so much in that way. And then your Gemini moon is on my north node. Or my north node's on your Gemini moon. And it was like exactly what I needed to like get out and push myself into this, like out of my comfort zone and be like, oh my God, we just invite all these people to this event. We're just going to do it. And you're always doing that. You're always cosmic connecting, I say, is one of your superpowers. Like when we first started working together, you'd be like, anyway, yeah, last night in my walk home, I just met like the creative director of Reebok and they want to work with us. And I'm like, wait, what? Like you were just walking home. Like I don't talk to anybody. I'm like home with like my headphones, my hood up, walking through the city. And that was something that, again, like learning each other's superpowers in the business, especially through our needle charts was like really powerful for me to understand. Like I didn't have to worry about things anymore. I'm like, no, Audrey will just find someone. You're like, I went to this dinner. I found this amazing makeup artist and I'm like oh my god ended up being like Carmen D who we love so much shout out to Carmen D and I was like what like you just met her at a party like what do you do on a Thursday night I'm just like like I'm at home reading my book about crystals and like watching Netflix (laughs) so that was really powerful but I remember I used to go to this like psychic in the Namaste bookshop in Union Square because a it was affordable b they took like on the spot bookings and especially when I was going through really like confusing times in my life, I'd be like, I gotta go get some spiritual self-care. Like, I gotta go get a reading or check in, get some higher level perspective. And right before we started working together, like we hadn't decided to make anything official yet, pre-YouTube video, pre any of that, the psychic told me, like we just started talking and she's like, you're gonna be really successful. You're gonna make this thing. And like, there's this woman and she has cameras all around her, and, like magazines floating around her. And you're going to make something, people are going to love it, but it's going to take you a little while to figure it out. And your first event is going to be a disaster, <laughs> but it's going to be okay because you're on to something good. And we're telling you that. And like, as we're going into that first event, we did it at the Montauk Salt Cave in the East Village, but it was so much like comfort being like, hey, whatever doesn't go right is for some reason important for us right now. And again, so it was like, I think our business has been very meta, like we're teaching people about spiritual principles, but also having to like fully rely on them and trust. I guess that would kind of lead Mm -hmm. me to asking you like building Cosmic Rx and doing what you do, like how has it affected you personally, like your spiritual journey and understanding your own intuition and your own, you know, confidence in yourself and your own purpose and all the Mm -hmm. things that we talk about and teach all day. 
again, I'll, I'll say that being naive is such a gift because I didn't really think that much about it. It was just like, okay, doing it, go, go, go. I think if I had overthought it, I would have had to say, wait, but I need to be perfect. I need to be in a place in my life where I have everything figured out and then we can teach other people how to figure out their lives. I think at the time when we were starting this, I probably went through a few breakups and I hadn't like fully dealt with them. I think I was in therapy. I'm not sure. I can't remember, but I definitely was not perfect. And I think that through Cosmic Rx, I've learned a lot of the tools and just reading everything every day and going to therapy and doing meditation. And I've definitely had my own separate spiritual journey while we've been creating this company. Like I did a Vipassana and that really activated a lot for me. It all goes together because part of the reason why I wanted to do Cosmic Rx is because I do tell this story sometimes where I went to this group meditation. My friend invited me in New York in someone's apartment and there was probably 25 people there and everyone went around and talked about what kind of meditation they practice. There was a microphone and they were handing the mic to everyone and people were like, I do transcendental. I do mindful meditation. I practice. They were all talking about all these different types of meditation. And I, I was like, someone said Vedic and I was like, Vedic. And then, and I passed it and I was like, I have no idea what that means. And then at the end, oh, and it was self-guided. So it was 20 minutes and you had to do whatever meditation it is that you practice. And I was like, oh my God, what am I supposed to be doing? I have no idea. So I went to the teacher after and I was like, can I do meditation with you? Can you teach me how? And that was the first time that I had learned that there were so many different types of meditation. And I was like, oh my God, people don't know this. People need to know that there's so many different types and I want to know what the differences are and how to differentiate. So that sparked my journey of learning all the different kinds. I started going to the Tibet house and I was learning all of the mindful practices. I did a Vedic meditation course with Emily Fletcher. I did my Vipassana. I went to a few different retreats. So yeah, I was really exploring on my own. Oh, and Kundalini, of course. How could I leave that out? That's my favorite. Yeah, that was really my motivation to start this, to say like, hey, we need to help people figure out all of these different ways that they can heal themselves. And I think that was probably around the same time that I met you. So I continued on that journey on my own. And at the same time, of course, like doing therapy and learning all of these practices and then bringing them into our business. And even though I'm not the spiritual leader in our business, I definitely affect our business, right? So I have to keep doing my kundalini to keep my vibration higher and to not bring like negative thoughts or self-sabotage. We have to keep ourselves confident and keep ourselves in alignment so that we don't sabotage because then I wouldn't feel worthy, right? So I have to make sure that I'm staying worthy enough to make sure that I'm showing up for other people. I love that. No, it's so true. And I think that a lot of what we do is we're sort of learning like a different way of doing business. That's what I love working with you is that 
some people are like only choosing profits over people. We're like always choosing. <laughs> we're like, what's profits? What's that? We're getting into that more. But in the beginning, we were like, just we wanted to make people feel a certain way. But we also understood that we had to do that work on ourselves too, like especially at every level of growth in the business. And I remember sometimes I would get really frustrated because I'm like, I have so many things in my head to share, but I don't know like how. And like, I would get overwhelmed. Like, I'm freaking out, Audrey. Like, I'm just overwhelmed. You'd be like, it's okay. And like, you would talk me through things. And I remember when you got very like deep into your doing like your Kundalini meditation, you're in therapy and you're doing some like uh, relationship coaching work with our dear friend, Colleen. And like, you were working on yourself in this way. And then I really understood how unstoppable Pisces energy is when you're channeling it, because I remember feeling like a current, like we were being swept up, like in a tidal wave of energy and things were opening and flowing and things were working and people were reaching out to us. And I was like, oh my God, like we always have to take care of our energy in this business, like our personal opening up and honoring our blocks, our subconscious beliefs and like tending to ourselves is like the direct reflection of what's happening in the business which was probably like right when you were doing all of that led up to one of our like biggest, I would say like milestones in our business, which is like when we went viral <laughs> the first time. So I want to talk to you about, you know, the business, just like healing, the business journey is not linear at all. So do you want to tell people a little bit about the story of like the, I would say that was like our huge coming out moment to like society as large, at large. Like we had done like beauty con and we had done, some cool events in New York City, but it was kind of like you had to know about us, like word of mouth. And then we had something of ours go viral. And I know you were the one who really had to deal with also some of the downsides <laughs> of going viral. So can you just walk people through that and tell that story a little bit in your experience? It all started when I was at, I think I was watching football or something <laughs> with some friends. I, I was at a gathering and with all of the girls, I was like, hey, will you check this out? Like, tell me what you think. And it was our little decoder. And they were like, oh, my God, this is so cool. And we had made it six months earlier, but I hated the design so much. And I was like, I just asked a friend if he could create it. I gave him like all the information. I was like, this equals this equals this. and the way that it came out, I was just like, I don't know, this isn't this isn't like how I want the, to represent our brand. And I wanted it to feel like cleaner and beautiful. And I didn't know if it made sense. I showed it to a few friends and they were like, oh, my God, this is so cool. And then all of a sudden I saw between them, they're like, wait, I want to do it. I want to do it. And I was like, oh, OK, maybe we really should just give it to people in our community. That's why we created it in the first place for when we had events. So I told you, I was like, oh, maybe you could just like post it on Instagram or something, like show people how to use it. And you made a post. And then like the next week I saw that like our traffic was going up on our website and we were getting all these requests and we're getting like email subscribers. And by the way, a lot to for us at the time, it was like we got 200 subscribers. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, this is so crazy. And then the next day we had like 500. And then I was like, I remember I called you and I, mm -hmm. and I was like, are you sitting down? And you're like, yes. And I was like, we have a thousand email subscribers. <laughs> I remember that. And you were like, oh my God, this is so cool. And then of course, 
the next day we had 2,000 people do the decoder, and then we had 4,000 people do the decoder, and then we had 10,000 people in one day, and then we had 20,000 people in one day, and then 30,000, and then 40,000, and 40,000 again. I mean, this is like every minute we had like 1,000 people signing up, and then all of a sudden the website crashed. And the email started flooding in and everyone was like hating us so much. And I didn't sleep for that entire time. Like I was staying up in the middle of the night, just like refreshing the note. I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, they're still going up. It's so wild. I can't believe people are doing this. And yeah, then I'm like getting emails at four in the morning from someone in Amsterdam, their location doesn't work. And then all, and now the website's not loading. And I'm like trying to get in touch with my friend, the developer who helped us make the website, not answering his phone for two days. And everyone hates me for it's so hard because you're doing all this work to help people. And then all of a sudden they're like angry that they can't access (laughs) your products. And it's definitely a really good problem to have. It's so exciting, but it's hard when people now have this expectation and you can't meet it. And you can't deliver it and there's nothing you can do. So all you can say is, okay, we're working on it. And P.S. We think you're gorgeous. (laughs) We love you. We love you. We love you. We're trying to make it work. And then all of a sudden, all the astrology community is like, well, I noticed that some people's rising sign is off. And there was just like, we started to get the criticism. And we're like, okay, you know what? The website started working again. But after we had... I think it was 250,000 people do the decoder. I had to make the executive decision to shut it down and say, you know what? We need to make sure that the rising sign works correctly and that all this information is correct and that our servers can keep up with thousands of people trying to do it at once so it doesn't keep crashing. And so we put up a landing page and told people that they could be on the wait list. And I remember getting so much pushback on that from Mm -hmm. my friends who run businesses they're like what you had all this traction like and you just decided to put up a landing page and I was like we had to some of the information wasn't correct and most of it was correct but it was true that I didn't want people walking around thinking that they were uh, Capricorn rising when they were really a Libra rising you we're know trying to create identity crisis for people out here <laughs> and then they find out later that they're a Scorpio rising no <laughs> I'm just kidding. So yeah, we had to make that executive decision. And then I think that a lot of people who we've been meeting with on the back end, like our advisors and stuff, they're like, oh, well, that was a one-time thing and you won't be able to recreate that. And it's so sad that you had to put up the landing page. You should have fixed it as you were going. Yeah. So I had to make that decision. But... But... It happened again. (laughs) We did it. We fixed all the problems. We got a new developer. We got everything going again, the correct information. And to be honest, I didn't even have time to focus on the design. Still cringing about it. Still so many pain points on that web page. But then the second time that we did it, we had like three and a half million people fill out that decoder, which was so exciting again. And it's so fun to see it happen in such an easier way. And then know what being more clear about what it is that we're teaching people. So it wasn't a one-time thing. It happened again. And we have so many 
things that we're going to share that we've been working on. So I'm really excited. That was just the beginning. Oh, so good. I love hearing that story from your perspective. And yeah, we like created this silly little thing because we're like, oh, because you're a vision. You were like, we would go to events and we we're trying to teach people about astrology, but it's so confusing to look at the chart. And I'm like, we'll just make like this mad lib thing. A lot of people like do things like that. We just pop things in to understand about your chart. And you're like, yeah, let's just make it like automated and we'll send it out to people. And I was like, sure. Like I wasn't even thinking of that. I was like, they could handwrite it in. And you're like, no, just pop it in. This is, where, this is where you are, the tech, the good visionary. I'm like, okay. And then we sat on it for so long. She's like, we don't like it. And then it went viral, like, you know, to your story. But I think the important thing for anyone who's out there doing something similar, what I'm hearing in your story is one, trust in your vision, even though people don't, because like you had that vision right away. Two, the importance of like following your intuition, you know, it's easy in business or anything you're doing in life to cave in to other people and what they're telling you to do. And especially when it's like fearful, like you're never going to be successful if you don't do this. But intuition, especially intuition, like led with integrity where you're like, you know, what? I really want to like put out something that's accurate. And again, we didn't realize all the kinks in the program because we didn't expect it to go on that level of the, you know, scale out. And so I remember putting up that landing page and being fearful. Like we, we opened up this amazing thing going viral, kicking all these people and like, oh, like, is that the right decision? And you really knew and you really felt it. And so that was a moment where like, yeah, you were the spiritual leader in the business. I was like, okay, Audrey, um, <laughs> I trust, I trust you. I trust your vision. I also trust like our divine timing like of the business. And I think that's a big thing, especially when we're talking about scaling or growing, growing too fast and growing without integrity and clarity can lead to like definitely, you know, some chaos. So I was really appreciative because that moment we pulled back allowed us to yeah get clear and like we allowed our business to take us in a new direction and we listened to it a little bit too because we've been working on other things. And that's how we started really focusing on building like online community. And that was, you know, in between the first and second going viral. And that was way before COVID, before all of that. And we're like, we've, and again, you're a visionary. Like, I feel like we should build an online community so people can come outside of New York City and Montauk to come to your circles. And I was like, sure, I guess so. Then, you know, a year later, COVID hits. And I was like, so happy we had that online community built, Audrey. So I just want to really point out from your story, for other people listening, that spirituality, like business, like life, it's like doing it imperfectly imperfect, like just starting and being okay with the mistakes and letting the mistakes teach you and letting the mistakes help you grow and not being deterred by them, failing up, so to speak, like, okay, I made a mistake, but I'm going to learn from that. That also following, yeah, your intuition, it's so important, especially if you're doing something that you want to be really heart-centered and purposeful and unique to yourself. Like you can listen and get advice and guidance and that's so important, but there was something so encouraging about watching you like trust yourself so much. I was like, hell yeah, hell yes. And then, yeah, I wrote down too that we always say in our community that our block is our blessing. And I think sometimes it really, especially in business, I think about all the things that we got blocked from doing or all the things that didn't work out so that we could focus on something else. Hearing you talk, I'm like, yeah, like you got to just be like, okay, you know what? This isn't, we need to pull back. And I'm so happy we pulled back and perfected it because then it went viral during COVID when everyone was at home. I much rather have dealt with um, you dealing with those problems at that certain level than, you know, missing out on that great opportunity and everything we learned. And even like the block is our blessing. In the beginning of our business, I felt like we were trying to get really into like selling crystals and certain things. And we, we were taking things in different directions and we would feel sort of like, we didn't have that alignment, that flow. And I feel like you would just 
trust it. You'd be like, that's not working. Like, let's just go on to the next thing or listen to what people want. Like, let people tell us what they want, which I think is so important when you have an intuitive business. We're not just here to like shove a product in someone's face. We're here to be like, what do you need from us? And that's what I loved about the decoder is you were like, I'm sorry, it's not working, but we are just trying to help you for free. And like, but thank you for telling us that you want this so badly because we will keep <laughs> doing things like this. So there, there's just like so much to learn from that. And I kept laughing when we went viral because that same psychic who told me we were going to work together was like, you're going to create something and it's going to be like little Pac-Man energy. Like people are going to love it and eat it up, but it's going to be a lot. And I kept thinking that when it went viral, I was like, the Pac-Man energy is here. <laughs> the Pac-Man energy is here. And we kept saying that. So, you know, hearing all of that, I guess I would, you know, I'm sure people at home are like, wow, what a wild story these girls are telling. But, you know, if you had to take away one of the biggest things that you've learned about yourself over these last, how many, how many years have we been doing this for? I think since 2018. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, what year is it? <laughs> what year is it? We are classic Pisces life all the time. So over these last three years, what is something you feel like you really like learned about yourself or something you're really proud of, of yourself? the past few years? Yeah. So something that I've learned about myself is that I keep asking myself over and over again, like, why do I want to do this? Why am I doing this? Why do I want people to learn how to heal themselves? Why do I want people to have these tools? And I truly, and I don't know where this comes from, but I really want people to feel freedom and to suffer less. Like there is so much suffering in the world, but you can't just expect someone to heal you. You can't just say like, oh, well, I don't know anything about that because my parents didn't teach me. I just want people to like not so much be the victim, but to feel empowered and mm -hmm. to feel empowered to take control of their life. And I really want Cosmic Rx to be a place where people can come to and get the tools and say, hey, you know what? Like, I I can do this. I don't have to feel this way. And I have a community and I have the tools and I have these crazy ladies who are guiding me and like cheering me on. So it's not about us doing the work for you and no one will ever do the work for you, but people can help you and people can show you the way. So I don't know if they're is like a threshold to suffering, like if more people suffer than others, but I know a little bit of how it can feel. And it's not even that anything traumatizing has happened in my life. It's just feeling things so deeply. I'm like, wow, people who do have like traumatizing things happen in their life, it must be so hard. And I want to give people the inspiration that they don't have to live that way. The other part of that, talking about like freedom, I also wanted freedom for myself mm -hmm. and being able to, I think with photography, I love it. I love being creative, but there's a part of it where it's like, if you're not working, then nothing's happening. Like if I'm not on a photo shoot, nothing is being created. It felt so limiting to me. Like people can share my photos and people can have them on their wall and they can experience the photos beyond just the photo shoot. But it really felt in terms of a business, it's like, okay, well, if I'm not doing anything, then nothing is going on. 
And I just really wanted to be able to work from anywhere. I wanted to be able to travel and still Mm -hmm. be able to connect with other people. And before Cosmic Rx, I was like, I really want a business that is online that I can be anywhere. If I want to raise my kids like in the mountains, it doesn't matter that I'm there because I can still have a business that is connected worldwide. Mm, So good. Okay. So hearing so much you've learned, obviously proud of building all of that. Before I get in, I want to talk about your birth chart a little bit so people can understand a little bit of our, of your superpowers and our connection and things to look for or be aware of, you know, in, in partnerships that work well in business. What is something that's really like lighting you up about the business right now? About, I think we've gone through many versions and a lot of struggles and obstacles, but we've also had a lot of great ahas and opportunities. And I feel like what I love about you is you're always like lit up by something new and it's never been like, like where we started and we're here now. It, it is the same vision, the same intention to have it make people feel, but um, it's like we've gotten a different like boost at a certain moments. So is there anything that feels like a, a boost to you that's like lighting that fire under you right now? Yeah, I think it's so exciting to see how many people resonate with what we're doing. I love people being able to connect with you. That lights me up where people, we had our call with a few of the new members in our community and they're like, oh my gosh, Maddie, I feel like I know you from listening to the podcast. And it's so cool to be able to be on a call with you and hang out with you virtually. And I love that people feel connected to you. That is what lights me up. And also just being able to prove our concept of saying like, hey, Having a business that makes people feel good does work Mm. and showing, yeah, we had over 3 million people that wanted our really simple decoder. What lights me up is when people show up and use what we have and I can see, oh, wow, okay, that's what works. Or people who really want our text messaging, I'm like, okay, that's what people want. And I get really excited about people actually asking for what it is that they want because I'm like, okay, yes, this is for you. I'm motivated by what the crowd sourcing is, or I don't know if that's the right way of saying it, but yeah, <laughs> I love crowdsourcing. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like we're, um, I'm laughing because obviously like, you know, we know what crowdsourcing is, but thinking about it almost from a spiritual perspective is like source, like spirit energy through the crowd. And I think those are our top business advisors is like source the divine spirit and like the crowd that we're working with. Like that's how we like grow our business. We're like, so what's our business plan for 2021? Like, I don't know. What, what do what do you all need from us? And like spirit, what do you need from us? And so kind of taking mm-hmm. a new, a new twist on crowdsourcing. I like that. Yeah, totally. There's been a lot of things that we've tried that people did not sign up did for not. or did had no interest at all. So it is really funny to look back and be like, wow, we did really just only care about crystals at one point. And now it's like something that we don't do at all. Yeah. I think that's such a good lesson too, of like listening and not forcing. And again, block is the blessing, like just trusting, like we're being rerouted somewhere else. Cause I am laughing about how many like things like, we're going to launch this amazing product or this course, or this thing. And it's like crickets. And we're like, okay. We'll try something different. Like we're not gonna like force that, right? Like we really preach flow over force. And I feel like 
Again, you know, with everything else we talked about, following your intuition, leading with integrity, so important, trusting yourself, but like trusting what's flowing. And even like recently, we'll have stuff where like, that's not flowing. Like, let's just let that go. Like, that's not for us right now. So I think that's a good message for people who want to step into more of like the intuitive entrepreneur or like conscious creator lifestyle. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about your chart because I want to like wrap up. Obviously, I have a like one or two more questions to ask you about where we're going, but I do want to highlight your chart because I love your chart so much because I, you're my partner and I'm always like thinking about it. Uh, but I think it's a good, like I always like to use the template, the example of like having people understand their superpowers through you, through watching you. So one of the things that, first of all, I'm laughing at, if you have a head from time passages, our compatibility, our romantic attraction is a 10. Um, so- <laughs> We're, our charts are very, very, very compatible in terms of traditional astrology. But I love that like in a business partnership, it really works because we have a lot of things between your chart and my chart. There's just a flow. We like speak at the beginning, I said, like a language between the two of us. So that's just my like hot take on the two of us. But in terms of your chart, I talked about your Gemini moon, superpower, cosmic connector. Even just now, you said one of the things that you're so proud of and that is lighting you up is is watching people connect to myself and to others in the community. And I feel like you get so much joy from that and from connecting people and anyone out there, especially at Gemini Moon and yours is in the 10th house of career. So like Gemini, especially in the 10th house, it's like trusting that you're always going to meet the right people. People are going to find you and want to work with you and like collaboration and treating your contacts and your network like they're kind of your biggest like resource and asset. And I'm always surprised by the people you meet or the people you casually know or people who just want to show up and, and help us and advise us. So that's really, really cool to watch. And again, it runs through my North Node, which is very good good for me that I met you um, to activate that. And we talked about your North Node is in Taurus in the ninth house. So the ninth house is the house that deals with like spirituality and astrology and expanding your beliefs and um, expanding your horizons and having adventure and like connecting with limitless amount of people and different cultures and different belief systems. So I love that your North Node runs right through that ninth. And then it's in Taurus. So we talked about when I first met you, we're like, I guess we need to like buy some land or build some real estate because it's Taurus. Um, and I think we are still going to do that. And we have a lot of fun things down the pike where I hope, you know, we have some physical spaces, maybe a big like commune retreat center, who knows. But I think that your North Node in Taurus to me is like you're a builder, like you're an architect, whether that's in the digital space, whether that's in you know, the dream space, you not only see the plan, but you very much understand like how to build it. And you kind of understand intuitively when the building is off, like the blueprint is off. Um, and that's something I've been really like loving watching you do. And I think Taurus too, it's a lot about when your North Node is there is you're helping other people tap into worthiness and worth and value and actual money too for yourself and others, but really cultivating the sense of like security in yourself of like, like I'm worthy. Like you said in the beginning, working on your, your meditations and um, doing your Kundalini and going to therapy really helped you activate like your innate worthiness. And that's where we felt so much open in the business. So I think it's also what you're here to like teach other people. Mm. I'm really banking on that North Node and Taurus. Again, I, I'm just putting it out there, whatever land wants to work with us, I'm open to receiving, to building something cool on, on land where people can gather and we can do all these circles and creations and healings together. But I think like you're, 
North Node is also in zero degrees of Taurus. So like you're very much beginning like a new cycle for yourself in that, mm-hmm. which is really, really cool to me. I see it. Like whenever you have zero degrees in your chart, it's like there's a burst of freshness there, but there's also a new energy. Like my Mercury is in zero degrees of Virgo. So I'm like, I kind of get how to talk to Virgo, but sometimes I'm like, it's new. I'm, I'm figuring all this out. <laughs> it's like I'm a baby in it. I'm like, what? So I think that's been, and also I think the zero degrees during North Node Taurus really speaks about a new way of building, a new way of architecting what you're doing. And the thing that I love, and I'm, I'm sorry, I'm bringing this a little bit to myself because you're my business partner, but I love that our Mars are in the same sign and they're actually in a very close, like, con- like they're very tight on each other. So your Mars is in Sagittarius and so is mine. And yours is in the fifth house of creativity and you know, like charming energy, playfulness, self-expression, which is probably like what led you to be a photographer in the beginning and definitely doing that in a way Sagittarius that helped you travel. I know you went on like amazing, cool shoots all over. That's why when I met you, I'm like, this girl is so cool. But for us, I think my Mars is in the sixth house. The thing I like about it is we always make it fun. To me, Mars and Sagittarius energy is like when it's fun, it feels like freedom. And Sagittarius is freedom energy. So I love that that's what lights you up when you ask my question. I'm like, that's such a good answer based on your birth chart. But the thing that we get along really well is like, mutable energy Sagittarius we like could do things fast even if they're not perfect and like let it be a little messy and just like figure it out and move move on to the next thing and we're constantly like expanding and wanting to like seek deeper truths when your Mars is in Sagittarius you need to have like bigger why when you're doing something Mm -hmm. but it is also a little bit of sacred party girl energy like (laughs) let's giggle and let's laugh and let's dance and that's why I love when I would sometimes when I talk I'm very free and very playful but sometimes when I write I can be a little bit more like serious and in the beginning, you'd be like, no, make it fun. Like how you talk, like <laughs> I'd write something. You're like, no, put something in there, like sassy. And I'm like, oh, right, right, right. Like, duh. Like, so you're <laughs> you'd be like, make it, make it talk like how you talk, Maddie. I know. And <laughs> it, it is like, that is a huge part of why that's like the, the final piece of it all is that I feel like with a lot of spirituality, it's taken so seriously and it's so important and it's so like, I don't know, it's just so serious. And I love, that's what I loved about you when I first met you. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm laughing so much. And I think that's really what opens people up and makes people feel good. And then they can receive the information in such a different way and feel yeah, that's what makes people feel empowered to create the change or to show up for other people. I really think part of that is the fun and the joy and the laughter. Oh, it's so good. No, and that is, I think, such like, one of our, you know, common whys is like the world needs more like fun and we need to be not take ourselves so seriously and we need to have more time for play medicine. And that I know I learn my best when I'm laughing and I'm open and I'm engaged. And that was kind of back to why I didn't want to do it in the beginning with you. I was like, oh my God, I don't, I can't like go on a YouTube video and be like serious and like <laughs> well-spoken. And like, I don't know, I always think about like, I'm too mess. I'm like physically very messy. I'm like, no, but you encouraging me, um, which is as a Leo rising is one of your superpowers, like to put courage in other people and to help them be seen and to be really bold. So I'm so grateful. Um, and you've helped me really even fall in love more with my Mars and Sag energy and my Sag stellium. And you've like just met that energy and matched it and elevated it. 
And the last thing I want to say about your chart for anyone listening is, so we're opposite signs in our sun. I'm a Virgo sun and a Mercury in Virgo, and you're a sun in Pisces, Mercury in Pisces. And I would say, don't be turned off. If you have a like a business partner or romantic partner in the opposite sign of you, it is magic because it's like we're sharing, we're like on a seesaw together, right? Like we're sharing <laughs> the same axis, but we're seeing things from different and it just helps. I'm like, oh yes, like my Virgo is there, like super, super detail oriented and trying to make things perfect like that. And then your Pisces is like, oh yeah, let's zoom out like to the bigger picture. And like, we have this cool connection because both Virgo and Pisces want to like help and heal people and through like two different ways, through different angles. And of course, the fact that my moon is in Pisces helps when we're trying to talk and we're not even using words. And we're just like, you know, the thing, mm, yeah, uh-huh. we're going to do it like that and I know our big challenge <laughs> from the past year has been like hiring people and having to like actually use words to communicate with them, which has been a lot of fun. But I just want to say, anyone out there, find people who are opposite signs of you. It's like so so magical. And this next year is going to be so big for you in the business. I mean, my midheavens in Pisces, Jupiter's moving there, but you have your Sun and Mercury's in Pisces, and you're going to be going through your Jupiter return, your Emerald year of like huge <laughs> expansion. So what would you want to do with that? Like, what is your vision for the next year, for the business, for yourself? Like, is there anything that we can tell people? The sun is shining so brightly on me right now. Is there anything that you want to share that like, you know, where Mm. you see Cosmic Rx going? I'm laughing because when I saw Colin Bedell, he was like, "Mm, you're a Pisces. Did Maddie tell you about what's going to happen to you next year? And I was like, (laughs) no. (laughs) And he was like, okay, we're going to, we're going to have to talk about that. (laughs) But yeah, we've pivoted Cosmic Rx so much from where it was before, where I think before it was like, okay, we're going to, I guess everything's so much bigger. Like the way that I thought about community, the way I thought about our courses, the way I thought about giving people to astrology And even with this podcast, they were all like in their own lane. And what I see for next year and the fact that we're creating our own platform and making an app, like it's so clear to me what that platform is and having all of those tools and all of these people interacting together and connecting and having this common purpose I can just feel this like whole new universe of how people are going to connect through Cosmic Rx. And I feel like it's going to happen really soon. And next year, a lot of you who are listening to this are going to get to engage with us in a new way. So I'm really excited for that. Ooh, me too. A whole (laughs) new universe opening up. Yes, for any of my Pisces placements, look at 2022, lots of expansion, art, creativity, healing, community are going to be very blessed. And anything you're doing in that realm is going to be really expanded. And so for you, my dear, Audrey is going through your seventh house of partnerships and love and romance. And I'm included in that too, as your work wife, but also your eighth house of like transformation and stepping into your personal power, also of investments and other people's money. So Maybe we'll take on some high vibe, intentional investors. And I'm just really <laughs> excited to see. I know for years, and we're talking to an astrologer about our charts and they're like, 2022 is going to be so fun, so big for you. I know we use astrology a lot in our personal business. We like start new projects on the new moons. 
we're always like, we're always launching something during Mercury retrograde because you were born under a Mercury retrograde. <laughs> so I'm always broken Sorry. for that. <laughs> but okay, so I guess to wrap up, and I'm sure we'll have another one of these episodes because we only like scratch just like the tip and tip of the iceberg. Is there anything, you know, that we didn't get to or something that you want to share with people listening or just something that feels like on your heart to tell our community, our baddies, just some Pisces download right now or anything that like we didn't get to? I just want to encourage people who want to be part of what we're doing to feel like you really are a part of it and to remember that that we are here for you. And I want people to feel like they're contributing to Cosmic Rx because of course you and I are creating it and we're creating the space, but the intention is really for other people to kind of meet us there and offer what they have to offer too. So when we do have our platform and we have our app, I'm just inviting everyone to show up and bring their gifts and you do have them and you do have a purpose and we will help you figure out what it is if you feel a little bit lost, but it's definitely going to be a space for everyone to bring something to the table. So just remember that. Start thinking about what you're going to bring, okay? Listen, <laughs> these two crazy mutable sign ladies, Mars and Sag, are throwing a party and you're invited. And at this party, we're going to make you so hyped up on yourself. You can't even believe it. And so you can go out there and share your magic with the world is what I'm hearing. Audrey's like, get ready. Think about what you're bringing to the party. And you're welcome. You're invited. I love that so much. Oh, thank you, Audrey, for taking the time to do this. I know personally, I've seen your calendar. I know how much we have going on. Do you want to share like your Instagram? If people want to come find you or email, like if someone wants to reach out to you and, and, you know, connect more with you. Yeah, of course. I do check the cosmic RX Instagram. So you can always find us on there. I'm not that active on my personal, but it's Audrey.Amelie, A-M-E-L-I-E is my personal Instagram. Reach out, email me, DM me. <laughs> Slide in this. Send me a text message from the universe. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. She also reads a lot of our texts that we get back. Um, also, her and her sister Stephanie are operating that. So, there are humans behind everything we do, which was something else when you were talking about the birth chart decoder. I was like, I think people forget that we are, as of right now, a very small company and that we do read and check a lot of these things. Yeah. So, if you're responding to any of that, you're probably talking to Audrey. Send her some love. We appreciate so you. We are so grateful for you. We would, when I say we would not be here without you, I could not mean that it anymore. Mm. So, yeah. And I also want people to know that when, you know, we had to start charging for our text messages, I want people to know that it's not because we're trying to capitalize off of you. It's because we can't necessarily go on and we can't afford certain things if we outgrow them. So we do need people who value it to also contribute to it and say like, hey, I really love this service because it actually costs a lot of money to host a lot of the tech stuff. And so at some point we do have to say like, hey, we need you to pay for this to be able to keep it going. But that being said, we do make everything as affordable as possible and we do have the intention to 
give access to as much as we can. So maybe if one person can pay for it, they should, and then that can support someone else who can't afford it because that's part of what community is trying to like help each other out. So yeah, I just wanted to say that because I know a lot of people were upset about the texting, like having to turn it into premium content. And we do have free options always. And we have so many tools to offer, but sometimes we just outgrow certain things. And yeah, we have to ask people to contribute. So thank you for everyone who has. Forever. <laughs> and most businesses are just like, just pay for this thing. And that's it. And we're like, we just want to explain to you that if we want to scale and grow, we, <laughs> we found out we need money to do that. This company won't let us do this for free anymore. So we're just asking you for money so we can keep going. And again, I appreciate you saying that. Again, we always try and keep some options free, keep things accessible, but we're just trying to grow. We want to hire other people too and pay them well and, and use services and all this stuff, you know, takes money for right now. You hear me say it a lot in my little podcast spiel. Um, but so thank you for clarifying that, Audrey. And thank you for always just figuring out new ways for us to grow and scale. Cause every moment of the business that we have to grow, you have to go back to the drawing board and be like, okay, how are we going to do this and make this happen? So I appreciate you so much. Thank you for taking the time to do this. And thank you everyone for listening. DM us your questions. Let us know what you thought of this. Let us know if you want more talks like this between the two of us and just sending you all lots of love and magic. Bye. Do you love getting your Cosmic RX for the week here and want more? Make sure to sign up for our premium subscription so you can get exclusive access to bonus podcast episodes, all of my astrology info for the month ahead, and live new and full moon calls to help you manifest your dream life with an intentional international community of other cosmic baddies. Sign up through our link in show notes. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you want to know more about Cosmic RX, head on over to thecosmicrx.com. And if you really love this show, I'd love it if you left a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. I super love hearing from you and reading your reviews. All right, you Cosmic Baddie, tune in next week. And until then, remember, love yourself fully, work your magic, and take no shit.